Turn your Bibles, if you will, to Luke chapter 2. We're going to read the first seven verses here. And this is very familiar. This is the Christmas story. We read it every year when we uh, are in our home, and I'm sure you guys do too, and we hear it a lot. But I, I think it has a lot to do with the day that we're living in. So I want us to stand. We're going to read the first seven verses tonight. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the end. Let's pray. Father, I pray right now that we would see that you are in every situation, that you are in control, that you are God, and that we can trust you, and you make things happen the way they're supposed to happen and we don't need to worry about the world that we live in we just need to worry about being with you and you will take care of us and we ask these things in jesus name amen i don't know if you've watched what's going on this week uh but if you have you're probably thinking what in the world is the world coming to And as I've watched the news this week, it has reminded me much like a car wreck. I don't know if you've ever been in a car wreck, but I've been in a car wreck before. And sometimes when you get hit in a car wreck, you just start spinning and there's no control. And that's kind of the way that I feel. I look look at the world and the things that are going on, and I sometimes make you wonder, is, is God still in control? And sometimes things happen and you wonder, is God paying attention? Maybe, maybe God took his eyes off the world for just a minute and Jesus is like, God, did, you, know, you weren't looking. Did you see what happened? And they're like, oh, now what do we do? And that's not the way that it is. God is always in control. And, uh, and, and, and he always has been, but sometimes it's hard to see. It doesn't seem like he is. And in the time when Jesus was born, the society then and the people then, to them it seemed like God had lost control. It seemed like nothing was going right. It seemed like everything was going downhill. And I, and I, I think that every generation thinks that theirs is the worst generation, that things p- couldn't possibly get worse, that the way we're headed is the wrong way. And I want you to know that in Jesus' day, if you were a Jew, that's where they were. They were in this place, and every day something would happen, and they would be like, what is, where is God? What is God doing? And this has happened throughout history, and we all kind of think that. But in Jesus' day, the, the Romans were, uh, were control were in control. The Jews were under their control. And I, and I got to thinking about that, and I, I've got to, I, I want you to imagine that another country had come in, 
has come into us and we are under someone else's control. Can you imagine how that would feel? Imagine that we're no longer America, that someone, uh, we, we still have our American ideals, but yet someone else has come in and taken control of us. Wouldn't, wouldn't you kind of feel like, what has gone on? What has happened? What is, what is happening? We, we're no longer who we thought we were, and we're no longer in control, and, and, and it would be humbling. And we, we are the greatest nation ever, but, but it sometimes feels like that things aren't going the way that they're supposed to go. And this is where the Jews were. They were in the same place where they were looking around, and they were like, what has happened? We are God's people. We're the people that God has chosen. And we have had days when things were going great and things were going wonderful. And now look at us. We are, we are in a place and we are under Roman control and we can't do anything unless they tell us to. And, and it seems like God somewhere has lost control of things. And we always watch, when you, if you watch the Jewish people, they, they, they would do good, they would follow God, things would be going good, and then they would get lazy. And they would kind of start turning away from God. And over time, they ended up where they were there in this story. And, and that's kind of what happens to us. And the Romans treated the Jews literally like, like animals. And the Jews hated the Romans. And they both hated each other. And it just seems like the Jews were, were well, they had lost control of their city Jerusalem was the Jewish city and, and the Romans were in control of it and, and where they, they were living like, literally living like exiles in their own country. And if Rome got mad at them, they would kill them and, and this is the way it was and, and they were living on edge all the time. They never knew when people were going to come in and, and ask them for more tax money. They never knew when they were going to uh, get beaten or they were going to do something wrong. And, and they were on this edge all the time. And when you start living on the edge, it starts wearing on you after a while. And I don't know if you've looked around, but it seems like our nation is kind of on edge we look at other races within our own country. Uh, black people are afraid of white people, and white people are afraid of black people. And we're all afraid of Middle Eastern people right now. And I'm not, I'm, I hope you don't take this as a racist statement. I'm just saying the way that it is. We see someone that is different than us, and questions come into our mind. This is where we're at. This is where we're living. If you watch TV and you just start like, what are they thinking? What? And each one of us are, and they're looking at us saying the same thing. What are they thinking about me? Or what are we? And we're on, we're on edge. And this is where the, this is where the people were during Jesus time. Where we are is nothing new is what I'm trying to say. I think we think that, that where we are, this is, this is a place in time where we have never been before and we haven't, but people are still the same. People are always the same. And the people during Jesus' time thought that, that somehow or another God has lost control. And, and I want you to know tonight that God is still in control. People were wondering in Jesus' day, is God in control? I just noticed this this week about Jesus being born in Bethlehem. But he lived in Nazareth. And uh, I've, I've been to Nazareth. Nazareth is not close to Bethlehem. It's, it's a long drive 
in a van. I drove it in a van one day in the back seat of a van. We went to we went to Jericho and I bought a bag of dried pineapple. It was the best dried pineapple I ever ate in my whole life and I ate the whole bag. And then I drove to Nazareth in the back of a van and I was as sick as I've ever been in my entire life. And then we drove back and Nazareth is not close to Jerusalem. And I got to thinking about this. God needs Jesus to be born in Bethlehem. But Jesus lives in Nazareth. And, and you're not just going to run down to Bethlehem on a whim. And you're certainly, if you're going to walk there, you're going to have a pretty good reason to walk. And if you're pregnant, you sure don't want to go to Bethlehem. But God had said, Emmanuel, the Savior, the Messiah, is going to be born in Bethlehem. So I got to get him to Bethlehem. And so they have a census. Do you think that just happened? Do you think that it just so happened that right when Jesus needs to be born, that just out of the blue, hey, let's have a census? No. God's in control. God's making things happen. And I think, and I think, I don't know about you. I know this never happens to you, but I look at, at our at our world and our society and our government, and I think, God, step in and do something. But I want you to know, God still can, and God still is in control. And you think, no, He's not. He is, and we see here in this story that God is in control. And this this trip would not have been a trip that anybody would have taken. It was a dangerous trip. It was a long ways, especially if you were pregnant. People used to have to, they used to, they would, they would travel in groups because there were so many robbers and things like that. And they could come and rob you and be gone. I mean, this, this is a desolate place. And they could rob you and be out of sight like that. But God needed them in Bethlehem. And so he set up a way for them to be there because God is in control. He got Herod to do a census to get Mary and Joseph to Bethlehem because God is in control. God was in control in chapter 2 of Luke, and God is in control in 2015 in America. God is still in control. Now, it may not feel like it, and when I watch things that I've seen this week, it seems like sometimes it just doesn't even seem real. We have people among us, and here's the deal, let's, we're going to have to be honest with it. We have people among us in our society who seek to kill us because of our beliefs. Yet God is in control. And God has placed us in this time in, in history, and, and God is not going to lose control of history now. God is in control now. Mary and Joseph, he got, he got Mary and Joseph to the town of Bethlehem. God kept them together. God kept the king. You understand this? God kept the king from killing Jesus when he was a little bitty. If, if the king wanted to kill somebody, it would get done. And yet God kept Jesus from getting killed. God is in control. I want you to think about that. That was quite a feat. God got Jesus to Egypt. 
Jesus had to get to Egypt. This is another trip that, that you wouldn't want to make after just having a baby. But, but God needed Jesus to go, go to Egypt because there was a prophecy about that, his, that, that Jesus would come up out of Egypt as well. And so to fulfill this, they go on a trip to Egypt because God is in control. God got the wise men to come from a long way off to come and see Jesus. Because God is in control. And all the time people think that the world is a lost cause. And sometimes we think God's not in control. But in the midst of this, Jesus is working. In the midst of the, in the day we live in, I think sometimes we think, oh, all is lost. And during Jesus' day, the Jews could not see what God was doing. Most of them couldn't see that the Messiah had come. Most of them missed it. And if we're not careful, we'll think that God is not working, but God still is working. But we, sort of like them, we can't see it. The people in Jesus' day didn't feel like God was taking care of anything. But in the midst of it, God was doing all these things. He's making sure Jesus gets here. He's making sure Jesus gets there. He's making sure Jesus doesn't get killed. No one could see it. No one, to look at the day, they would think God's not doing anything. But God was working and working and working. And they thought all was lost, but Jesus was born. In the midst of them thinking that God wasn't working, Jesus was born. And when they think that, that God had, had left them, Jesus was growing into a man. And when the Jews thought that all that was lost, Jesus was starting to do miracles and healings. And all the time, the Jews thought, God isn't working. God's not in control. And yet the whole time, the Savior was among them, working and working to do what God would have them to do. Different things were happening but the main thing that was happening was the cure to the sin problem was taking place. And the whole time they were thinking, nothing's happening, but God was working the whole time. When people think all is lost, I want to tell you, God's still working. When people today think that all is lost, His Holy Spirit is working still working to bring God's will for his people. We don't know what God is doing. We can't see what God is bringing about. We don't know what's going on under the surface that we can't see. But God is working. The people of Jesus' day could not see the big picture. And the truth is, we can't either. But we still have to believe. And we may be in the middle of suffering God's people have had to suffer before and many times Christians around the world are suffering and, and we may have to join in their suffering as well. I don't know what the days ahead show will show. But the main thing is that we live and realize that God is in control. Are you living like you believe God is in control? Or are you living in the fear of the day? Do the happenings of your life and the happenings that you watch on TV put you in a place of fear? In a place where you look and say, I don't, I don't see God working, so he must not be. Just because you can't see God doesn't mean that he isn't taking care of things. But we have to join him where he is. I think sometimes we're afraid of the suffering. We're afraid of pain. We're afraid of death. 
We're afraid of what might happen to us. We are not to live in fear. God has called us, church, to live in faith that God is in control. And the world can be crazy out there, and there's no guarantee that it won't get crazy right here or right where you live or in your house. There are no guarantees of that. And just because we can't see God working does not mean that he is not. And we as a church are called to believe that God is always in control. Let's all stand. Fathers, we read your word. We see in the story of Jesus coming that you had your hand in every bit of it. The world around could not see what you were articulating, but we see now. And Father, in years to come, we will be able to see what you are doing now that we cannot see now. But Father, I pray that you would give us hope and peace and comfort and give us belief tonight and faith that you're in control, that you're in charge, and that's good enough. Father, I pray that you give us peace and comfort in a world where there is much fear and much anxiety. And I pray that you give it to our church. And we ask these things in Jesus' name.